Hello everyone. Today's segment on a literary genre is one I'm sure a lot of you have a very personal relationship to. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's really bad. Often if it's really bad, then it's really good. It's the way many of us first got our taste of long form writing and insight into what we would now call a literary community. Of course, I'm talking about fan fiction. It's a genre that doesn't tend to meet the academic radar. In instances where it does, it's not really the style of fan fiction, a cultural artifact we love so much. There's some elitism to this, some general academic lag, and some siphoning off into the disciplines of media and cultural studies that limits the literary review that can be conducted on fanfiction. So I'm going to try to do some of that today. Firstly, what actually is fanfiction? I think most of us jump to writing that expands on an established story universe by borrowing its settings, characters, and plots. That's a pretty good and clear definition. But in reality, defining fanfiction against Ordinary fiction can be done through most dimensions of the literary process. Firstly, we've got its method of construction. Fics are usually written and posted chapter by chapter, often without the author even knowing where the work will go, and often influenced by the direct messaging and commenting of other fandom readers. Think about all those A slash N author notes at the end of each chapter. The author, often quite directly, will allow their fans to suggest what happens next. Furthermore, many fanfics are abandoned partway through their construction or posted at sporadic interviews, sometimes weekly, and then a six-month break will randomly occur. It's interesting to think there's a whole graveyard of fanfics haunting the pages of Wattpad, never to be read or continued again. In general, the fanfic is not usually a complete artifact when a reader approaches it, making it more similar to something like a hypertext or even a video game than a physical novel. Secondly, there's its mode of transmission almost entirely online, although it's completely fair to assume there's probably heaps of handwritten fanfics passed between young fans in schoolyards and the like. But for the most part, websites like Wattpad, fanfiction.net, Tumblr, of course, and other fandom-specific websites are the domain of this genre. They're quite different to, say, an entirely online journal or some types of blogs. These sites are so much more social and dynamic than traditional online media, which is crazy to think you can call it traditional online media. This has definite consequences for the way things are categorised and hyperlinked together, in addition to the type of authorship that I just mentioned before. So this leads on to the next point. Thirdly, the language that's used in fanfiction. There's a whole set of online discourses and shorthand that come with fanfiction especially, not just online writing. Just a few that come to mind are Y slash N, Self Insert, One Shot, Fluff, Smart Slash, Who Can Forget, Mpreg. The term Mary Sue comes from fanfic. The list goes on and on. These form a whole catalogue of form and devices unique to the genre and completely relevant to its modes of production and distribution. Finally, you've got the relationship between authors and readers, all of which are fans of that original source text. There seems to be far more equity in such a relationship. As I've mentioned before, there are plenty of fanfics where requests of the readers are embedded into the story as it is written, which is a far cry from traditional media. With the pace at which fanfiction is produced and consumed, Fans consistently negotiate ideological and literary concerns of both their source text and of the current text being written, with rather vast divestments occurring from the source text where fans desire other things. There's a whole brief of rationalised fan fiction that tries to solve, you know, the logical inconsistencies of texts like Harry Potter. Where postmodernism may see the author die, fan fiction sees a new kind of birth and upbringing where fans assimilate roles of reader, writer and critic more fluidly and more equitably through their screens. Look, all these features I've mentioned are quite mechanical 
And although I think they make the taxonomy of fan fiction a lot more straightforward, they don't recognize that fan fiction, separate from simply like appropriative literature, actually has a very distinguished set of formal and thematic systems, strongly suggesting it's a genre in its own right. As much as claiming that Dante, Homer, Shakespeare, Coetzee, a bunch of other high-end names have produced fan fiction because they borrow another composer's story world and characters, as much as that aggrandizes the fan fiction cause, simply borrowing or reinventing story worlds are not the features I believe that separate fan fiction as a genre, even if they are integral to them. I mean, also, one must not forget, despite there being many examples of complex, high-quality fic with engaging characters, effective dialogue, and all that, a lot, and I mean a lot, are just not very good. I mean, it's rather elitist to say that that's what separates it from a high literature, and I'm not going to go down that path. Um, instead, I'm going to propose a set of features I think are integral to the style of fanfiction, not just using appropriation. First of all, each fandom develops its own set of literary conventions. This is a consequence of a few things. Obviously, firstly, the canon from which these authors borrow from. Pride and Prejudice fanfiction is going to read really differently to Star Trek fics. But you've also got your demographic of fans and story events outside of the story world. This is probably more to do with film and, like, real people fanfiction than text fiction as much, but it's still relevant. I mean, for example, okay, let's think about the demographic of fans. Obviously, if you take something with a large proportion of female and teenage fans, such as it doesn't even have to be a text, it could be something like One Direction, you're going to see more romance tropes in it, even if that's not the classification of the original text, or in the case of that example, related to the source material at all. And there are tropes that go with each of these subgenres, similar to but not entirely imitative of that original genre. The idea of archetype, of borrowed form and system, seems so central to fan fiction. Again, not just borrowing that story world, but referencing the writing community's expectation in a way different and more important than print media. I suggest YA gets close to the way fan fiction does, but I think it's still limited. I mean, how many times have we seen the your name wakes up and finds her evil stepmother has sold them to insert fandom here? That just wouldn't float in the print world. But like outside of that, I think the immense prevalence of crossover and just general imaginative recreation that fanfiction undertakes means that that notion of archetype is so essential to audience engagement, and thus it's such a salient feature. On top of that, I think the style of dialogue is something that's unique to fanfiction, though I think it's fair to say that Netflix dialogue might have some similar traits. Fanfiction dialogue has both strengths and weaknesses in comparison to the style of, say, realist novels. On the downside, you quite often can have cliches, trite writing, non-necessary communication and tags. Think, you know, hi, he said. Hello, she replied in a whisper. How are you? He asked for the smirk. And on and on. But on the flip, fanfiction dialogue does not stretch on for pages and pages as novel dialogue does, especially when it comes to things like literature and science fiction. You're never going to see a Heart of Darkness style monologue in your drowry fic. Instead, it's often broken with action, dialogue tags, responses from other characters and other things like that. It gets to the point a lot more, even if that point is a little bit overridden. You'd remember fanfiction writers more acutely experience the effects of trial by audience, in the sense that they must make their audience come back week after week, or whatever interval it may be that they're posting, to keep their authorship relevant. Whereas a print writer will experience this book by book. They experience other problems too, but the economy of fanfiction is, is very different to what is granted at the press. Finally, I think there's a distinct deviation from appropriate literature that fanfiction makes in terms of its relationship with its source text. 
I'm just going to generalize and say there's two reasons on mass why literary text borrows from another work. It either does so because there's some gap that needs filling or retelling. You know, think Wild Saragossa Sea by Reese or the Penelope Ad by Atwood. You're basically the whole postmodern retelling market. And hence there's an ideological need for this appropriation. Or it borrows from the uh, original work to augment it with an implicit valuation of it within its conception. The thing maybe like, you know, that mediocre film, The Hours, that was inspired by Mrs. Dalloway. It just doesn't seem that fan fiction has this sort of response. Consider something like Star Wars fans. I don't think there is a fandom that hates its own thing more than some dimensions of the Star Wars fandom. Uh, I think there's a similar trend in DC and Marvel fans too. They really hate some aspects of their fandom and of their source text. Yet these are some of the biggest and earliest forms of fan fiction. There doesn't seem to be the, the respect and the adulation of the original work necessary to warrant a rich fanfiction response in the way that literary appropriations seem to need or impose. That's not to say that fans don't adore or respect their source texts, but there doesn't seem to be the same sort of fetishizing that occurs in the literary sphere. It seems to be something different. All these things I've just described are definitely not features of high literature. I don't even think they're features of popular fiction, which we would consider more similar to fan fiction. There are definite comparisons that can be made between those two. And if anyone's interested, I think Janice Radway's book, Reading the Romance, presents a fascinating account of, among other things, the prevalence of rape fantasies that popular fiction has and that I think fan fiction has too. I say this because we can't forget that probably the two most commercially successful works of fan fiction that have transgressed the screen to the novel to the box office have been the Twilight fanfic Fifty Shades of Grey and in its wake the Harry Styles fanfic After, both of which glorify emotionally and sexually abusive relationships. Now, there has been plenty of critical commentary on fan fiction as a subversive genre, particularly for women, and there is definite merit to such an angle. Overwhelmingly, fanfiction is written and read by university-aged, female-identifying individuals, and it does offer an avenue against patriarchy and the class limitations on writing. But writers are always human. And especially with young writers who aren't vetted by professional editing services, for better or for worse, issues underlying the reproduction of dangerous ideas in fanfictions remains prevalent. Now, we mustn't forget books taught in most high schools like Orwell's 1984 contain rape fantasies, and I believe they're fairly inexcusable fantasies at that. But what I'm trying to reinforce is that fan fiction, with all its literary richness, can still take dubious paths and should still experience some degree of scrutiny or cultural awareness of the tropes and the nature of the form itself. Fan fiction is a genre in its own right, and it should be treated as such, reviewing the good, the bad, and the ugly. And there's plenty of all three of those. Thanks so much for listening to this segment on fan fiction. I hope I've been able to teach you something. You've probably come across it a million times online, but maybe you didn't realize it until now. Until next time, happy reading.